One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to Job Logs and 2016, guys. No cheer? Oh. <laughs> I feel like I always do whoop whoop. So I consciously was like, no more whoop whoops. Um, yeah, I mean, it's exciting. <laughs> new year, new you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I hope you guys had a great holiday. I'm Courtney. I'm Joy Marie. And again, this is Job Lock's Minnesota Edition, our little bite-sized version uh, of our episodes to kind of get you through to the next episode. Yes. So, many of you may remember, back in 2015, I mentioned... <laughs> All of yesterday. <laughs> Shut up. I mentioned I was reading this book, Letters of Note, which is a collection of notable letters throughout history, because I am a nerd. Mm. And one of my favorites was written by Hunter S. Thompson. Um, he's most known for the book Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and also pioneering gonzo journalism. He's a complete nut. If, he has a movie with Johnny Depp. So check that out or his books if you have time. But um, long story short, he wrote this letter to his friend Hume Logan uh, in response to this request for life advice. And I really thought it would be great to kind of share some of this letter with you guys as you oh. set your goals for the year. Yeah. So giving you monologue okay. in the new year. Okay, I'm All ready. right. Drop the beat. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against the sea of troubles, William Shakespeare. And indeed, that is the question. Whether to float with the tide or to swim for a goal is a choice we must all make, consciously or unconsciously, at one time in our lives. So few people understand this. Think of any decision you've made which had a bearing on your future. I may be wrong, but I don't see how it could have been anything but a choice, however indirect, between the two things I've mentioned, the floating or the swimming. But why not float if you have no goal? Mm. That is another question. It is unquestionably better to enjoy the floating than to swim in uncertainty. So how does a man find a goal? Not a castle in stars, but a real intangible thing. How can a man be sure he's not after the big rock candy mountain, the enticing sugar candy goal that has little taste and no substance? The answer, and in a sense the tragedy of life, is that we seek to understand the goal and not the man. We set up a goal which demands of us certain things, and we do these things. We adjust to the demands of a concept which cannot be valid. When you were young, let us say you wanted to be a fireman. I feel reasonably safe saying that you no longer want to be a fireman. Why? Because your perspective has changed. It's not the fireman who has changed, but you. Come on now. Every man is the sum total of his reactions to experience. As your experience differ and multiply, you become a different man, and hence your perspective changes. This goes on and on. Every reaction is a learning process. Every significant experience alters your perspective. But don't misunderstand me. I don't mean that we can't be firemen, bankers, or doctors. 
but we must make the goal conform to the individual rather than make the individual conform to the goal. Ooh, say that again. <laughs> In every man, heredity and environment have combined to produce a creature of certain abilities and desires, including a deeply ingrained need to function in such a way that his life will be meaningful. And a man has to be something. He has to matter. As I see it then, the formula runs something like this. A man must choose a path which will let his abilities function at a maximum efficiency toward the gratification of his desires. In doing this, he is fulfilling a need, giving himself identity by functioning a set pattern toward a set goal. He avoids frustrating his potential, choosing a path which puts no limit on his self-development, and he avoids the terror of seeing his goal wilt or lose its charm as he draws closer to it. Rather than bending himself to meet the demands of that which he seeks, he has bent his goal to conform to his own abilities and desires. In short, he has not dedicated his life to reaching a predefined goal, but he has rather chosen a way of life he knows he will enjoy. The goal is absolutely secondary. It is the functioning toward the goal which is important. And it seems almost ridiculous to say that a man must function in a pattern of his own choosing, for to let another man define your goals is to give up on one of the most meaningful aspects of life, the definitive act of will, which makes a man an individual. Let's assume that you have a choice of eight paths to follow, all predefined paths, of course. And let's assume that you can't see any real purpose in any of the eight. Then, and here's the essence of all I've said, you must find a ninth path. Mm -hmm. Naturally, it isn't as easy as it sounds. You lived a relatively narrow life, a vertical rather than horizontal existence. So it isn't any too difficult to understand why you seem to feel the way you do. But a man who procrastinates in his choosing will inevitably have his choice made for him by circumstance. Mm -hmm. So if you now number yourself among the disenchanted, then you have no choice but to accept things as they are or to seriously seek something else. But beware of looking for goals. Look for a way of life. Hmm. Decide how you want to live and then see what you can do to make a living inside that way of life. But you say, I don't know where to look. I don't know what to look for. And there's the crux. Is it worth giving up what I have to look for something better? I don't know. Is it? Who can make that decision but you? But even by deciding to look, you go a long way toward making the choice. Snap, snap, Ain't that a word for the 2016? (laughs) Wow, that was deep. I loved it. I loved it. It's all about the journey, guys. So keep that in mind as you start on this brave new year. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. 